0: Cafe, your podcasting source of great crime, suspense, and thriller writing. I'm your host, Debbie Mack. Before I bring on my guest, I'll just remind you that The Crime Cafe has two ebooks for sale the nine book box set and the short story anthology. You can find the buy links for both on my website, debbimack.com. D-E-B-B-I-M-A-C-K.com under the Crime Cafe link. You can also get a free copy of either book if you become a Patreon supporter. You'll get that and much more if you support the podcast on Patreon, along with our eternal gratitude for doing so. I'm happy to say that the podcast is sponsored this month by Blueberry Podcasting. If you either have a podcast or want to start one, I use them and I highly recommend them. Blueberry podcasting makes my job much easier. For one thing, I have a WordPress website, and Blueberry only requires you use their PowerPress plugin to work. But you don't have to be a WordPress user to launch a podcast with Blueberry podcasting, so there is flexibility. The best part is, you don't have to be a technical genius to use Blueberry podcasting. But if you run into trouble, Blueberry Podcasting has 5-day phone support and 7-day email support. I love that. So, get 30 days of Blueberry Podcasting free. This includes hosting and stats and a WordPress site if you need one. Publishing is as simple as create, upload, publish. Just use the alphanumeric promo code BLU011. To get started today hi everyone happy new year it's 2020 or it will be by the time this goes up on the air or in the stream or whatever uh, my guest today is author of the three volume laurel and helen new york mystery series and a three-time finalist and winner of the 2015 derringer award for best short story her latest novel is called out of time a Nick Donah- Donahue adventure. It's not just a mystery, it's an adventure. So with, it's my pleasure to introduce my guest, Kathy Stoller. Hi, Kathy, how are you doing today? Hi, Debbie, thank you for having me. I'm in the midst of reading out of time and enjoying the heck out of it. Uh, can you tell us a bit about Nick Donahue, uh, who I understand started as a character in the short story?
1: Yes, um, he is a professional blackjack player, and he travels all over the world. He lives in London with his partner Marina Di Pietro, and he's just—he's fun and he's sophisticated, and he seems to find himself in a lot of trouble, even though he's pretty smart. When um, when I came up with him, he um, was gambling in a casino in um, Venice. And Marina was undercover for MI6, but he didn't know that. He met her, and he helped her with something. And then he got in trouble, and she rescued him. Um, And then at the end of that, it was sort of a three-part story. And at the end of it, he wound up rescuing her um, from the mob, who thought he owed them $10 million. Very interesting. uh, He got it back from from them. They were doing money laundering. So, and then I just thought I would, that was a novella, Uh, the short story morphed into a novella. And then I thought I would like to continue writing them,
0: those two characters. What was it exactly that attracted you about those two characters?
1: I just think that they're um, compatible, but kind of opposite and they're both pretty smart and they both are good at their their professions and their jobs. But there was just a little of this, back and forth, Paul, and I thought that they would work well together to continue. Uh, Marina is really the detective, and he kind of, the private investigator, and he kind of helps her.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that Marina is such a strong character, and technically she's the professional investigator. So it's kind of interesting to see the story told from the viewpoint of the, the helper character kind of like Watson to uh, Holmes, sort of. Um, right. Was there something that drew you toward writing to- that point of view in particular? I
1: just, I really was very drawn to the character of Nick Tanyu and I wanted the story to be from his perspective. And even though Marina is the private investigator, it's really him telling the story and how they are interacting and, you know, he's just. Um, I always liked spy stories when I was a kid. Now he's not a spy, but it's like sort of a little bit of a James Bond kind of character, you know, like that.
0: So exactly.
1: He, he gets into these difficulties, but he manages, in his own fashion, to um, extricate himself.
0: Would you describe your um, Would you describe your your writing as humorous?
1: I, not generally, but I think in that in those two books, there's a little bit of, um, a little bit more of that. My other novels, I would say, like my characters are a little more snarky. And so my first series of The Detective was um, kind of a wisecracker. And then the series I'm writing now, The Woman Who Owns the Bar is... So, sort of in that vein. I'm not, I don't write funny things. I don't know that I could do that. Like, if I consciously thought about it,
0: it would mm-hmm. probably not <laughs> <You> work. <know>? But, <laughs> but it just, comes just, out.
1: Yeah, it comes out. But, you know, there are some people who write very, very, very funny stories and funny characters and laugh out loud, kind of things, But that's mm-hmm. not what.
0: But I think you have a nice balance there. You have a nice balance of the spy stuff with the humorous asides from Nick. Yeah, good. That's
1: good. That's kind Um,
0: of... Yeah. Um, Do you plan to write a third book?
1: Um, Well, I have a new series that I'm working on, so if I do, it won't be for a a while. I might write another story. Um, I was thinking about that, so I'll have to see how, how my time progresses. Not give them up entirely. I won't give them up entirely because I enjoy writing this and writing about them. And um, we'll have to see how the timelines go.
0: Yeah. Will uh, Nick and Marina's relationship be changing over the course of the books?
1: Um, I don't think it's going to be changing too much. I mean, they'll still be together. And they'll still, you know, he'll still want to help her. <laughs> and he'll be the one to get into the tr- most trouble. I have them sort of rescuing each other, worries. And, um, you know, their base is in London. So they travel. He travels a lot for, for the for the blackjack. And she travels a lot for her job as well. So, We'll see where they go next.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, How much research do you do to acquaint yourself with things like, say, blackjack or MI6 or the travel aspects of it?
1: uh, Blackjack I play a little. But, uh, you know, I'm certainly no professional. And I had to write a scene in the first story where he had to lose so he could owe them no money and he could do this favor for them. It was, and you have to think about how would you really move and not have people say, what are you doing? Why are you, you, know, why are you playing your chorus that way? So that was kind of fun to figure that out. But the travel aspect I love a lot because I like to travel. I did go to Dubai and um, it's quite a different kind of city than, than New York. Every building is 40 or 50 stories tall. And you go to the top of the Burj Khalifa, and all you see is the big giant city, and then desert, and water, and mm-hmm. it's huge. You know, I didn't expect it to be that big,
0: but I we had
1: a lot of there.
0: So, wow. So, when people ask you what kind of books you write, what do you tell them?
1: Well, I tell them they're mystery suspense stories. That's basically what they are. There's you know a mystery usually. Solved or a suspenseful type of mystery. I mean, this was this was finding this weapon of mass destruction, and um, who was you know, who was responsible for prompting that to happen uh, to for the terrorists to um, get their hands try and get their hands off. Them. So that's, I think, that's how I think of them with mystery suspense and maybe a little, and thrillers a little bit. To me, it's kind of the suspense thriller genre is
0: similar. With a kind of dash of romance in there?
1: Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's chemistry there with with um, uh, Nick and uh, and Marina, who I just love as a character. <laughs> Both of them. Um, uh, I. I understand you're also, you're working on an urban thriller called Bar None. That's the one you just, uh, yeah, talked about.
1: Uh, That one is the first book in the series. Now I'm working on the second one called Last Call. And uh, the main character in those books is a woman named Jude DeLaine and she owns the corner lounge on 10th Street and Avenue B, Lower Manhattan. And in the first book, they write the body in the. Uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm getting my second book mixed up with my first book. <laughs> her first book, she helped solve a crime at the food bank in the Bronx. Uh, there's, I don't know if you've ever heard of the it, giant market there's the Hunts Point Market, and it's a it's a wholesale market for food, all kinds of vegetables and meats and things. And there's, um, I place the food bank an imaginary in that area so her landlord volunteers there and they're very good friends so someone gets killed a friend of his so she helps him solve that case and last call the book that should be coming out next year that um, is about serial killers Someone you know, he's looking for a, you know, to find a serial killer so and then the third one i'm not exactly sure where i'm going with that
0: Um, we'll see what happens. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, since you're writing about a New York City bartender, I have to ask, uh, have you ever read Con Lahane's work? Yes, I I know him. He's he's working. Yes. I was going to say, Beware the Solitary Drinker.
1: (laughs) Writing about the New York Public Library now. I haven't read
0: those. That's the theme. I have yet to read those books too. I love his work. Um, very nice guy and good writer. Um, what authors do you most enjoy reading? Oh, let's see. Well, I used to like to read
1: um, all the spy people, but uh, now I read Alice and Galen and Megan uh, Abbott and. I read some historical fiction. J. Roland and Maria Fredericks are fun to read too. It's a little bit different. Um, I like always like John le Carré, um, who also his contemporary. Susan Isaacs. I'm looking forward to her last book. I, I didn't even realize she had one, but a friend told me about it. I didn't think who else. Of course, you know I read Agatha Christie and those people. All the classics. <laughs>
0: are, yes. Uh, what authors would you say have most inspired your own writings?
1: Well, I think um, Sue Grafton. I liked her books a lot, and she just had that. She had that great protagonist, Kinsey, and um, she had a quirky sense of humor. Kin- Kinsey did, and she's one of them. Um, I have thought about this before I spoke to you. <laughs> Nothing think who else right now? If it comes to me, I'll come back to that. But I read all the time. Um, I just am reading something by Jonathan Kellerman, and I just read um, Jacqueline Winspear, which is historical. So I'm trying to alternate a little bit and get you know some new points of view. Oh, and Wendy Corsi Staub, I love her too. Uh-huh. Carol, they're all they're all good good writers.
0: Carol Goodman. Carol Goodman, okay. Awesome, well, well, thank you for those suggestions. Um, I'm gonna do something new for the new year here. I'm gonna do a little James Lipton from in, at, in the Actors' Studio or from the Actors' Studio, whatever that show was. Um, what's your favorite curse word?
1: Oh, I don't think I can say it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to it, say it.
1: The F word. <laughs> the F what? word like I nutty, mean, that's what I go, why, why is this happening?
0: You know. <laughs> gotcha. Very good. Sort of WTF, as it were. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's actually better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I thought I would give that a try. Anyway, is there anything else you'd like to add before we finish up? Um,
1: no, I mean, I'm glad that you said you're enjoying my book. And I hope your your uh, podcast listeners will and video uh, listen, watchers will enjoy it as well um, it's just fun you know I think it's fun and I like those characters it's not uh, you know heart-wrenching or are going I mean, there's suspense of course but
0: but or, there's um, a lot of suspense
1: yeah there is a lot of suspense but it's kind of I think I handle it in the more humorous a little bit more humorous
0: A fun way kind of a fun caper like way
1: yeah
0: yeah so um well thank you very much for being here today kathy i just want to thank you for your time and thank you for answering our questions and um your book is as i said getting very exciting and i can't wait to sit down and read it tonight um Before we go, let me just remind you that you can buy copies of the Crime Café 9 book set and Crime Crime Café short story anthology uh, by going to my website and clicking on Crime Café or on books. You'll find my novels and other writings there too. However, if you become a podcast supporter on Patreon, you'll also get an advanced reader copy of all my upcoming books. So that's something that I'm offering. And um, I also do weekly updates on where I'm at with my writing on Patreon. So uh, if you would like to, please leave a review for the podcast, too. I'd really appreciate it. It helps us a lot. So next time, our guest will be Blaine Pardo. And in the meantime, I'll see you in two weeks. And happy reading.
1: Happy reading and happy New Year. (laughs)
0: Happy New Year too, yes.